Hey, this is C. Hope Clark, editor of FundsForWriters.com, here with another blogcast. I wanted to also let you know about my newest release, Murder on Edisto. It's the new series that I have out, The Edisto Island Mysteries. I hope you'll check it out at chopeclark.com. This next blog post is entitled Face to Face or Face to Screen. I attempt to direct my blog post half to readers and half to writers. I am both, and as a reader, I like to know how a writer thinks. And as a writer, I wish to understand my readers. So let's talk about this fan thing. What's the best way for a writer to earn fans, face-to-face or online? I've read both articles, uh, both arguments, and my conclusion has come to this. One is no good without the other. To you writers out there who only focus on social media for your readership, this is disheartening news. I get that. There you are, cozy and safe at home behind your keyboard, and you're working Facebook and Twitter and blogs and God knows what else as if your life depended on it. You might even be making a few bucks from it. I just read a post in a forum where a mystery author had eight self-published books to her name and was thrilled to receive her $100 to $200 check each month from sales. No speaking, no book tours, no workshops. She's not earning a penny a word or a tenth of minimum wage, but she's happy. Then there are those pounding the pavement. I know another author who's appeared all over my state. She's hired a public relations expert and hardly lets a weekend go by without attending a county fair, a conference, a women's function, a bookstore signing. She's everywhere. She's working it hard. She almost makes me jealous. This first author is struggling to be seen and heard online, but doesn't appear in person. The second is struggling to earn a residual income and a following, but has no real online presence to maintain a connection. Book tours are rather passe, not to mention expensive. I stayed on book tour for almost two years straight. This year, I backed off a little bit since I had to get two books out, Palmetto Poison and the newly released Murder on Edisto. But I still had a dozen events under my belt, only I tried to keep them closer to home. Why bother with the public appearances at all? I've been asked that many times. Because I make some hard and fast friends who become hard and fast fans on those trips. Those people who I connect with follow me religiously later on my social media. They are the ones who review my books and sing praises to their friends and relations. They have chatted with me or heard me in person and realize that I am a human being with goals like them and that we are all in this world together to make it a better place. I cannot imagine having not traveled. I cringe to think how much smaller my world would be if I hadn't reached out for fans face to face. I can now name people in Nebraska, Iowa, Missouri, Pennsylvania, Oklahoma, Wisconsin, Georgia, the Carolinas, and more. We help each other. I can call on them. We are friends. They number in the thousands. In a blog post on She Writes, Megan Ward, a weekly blogger on Writerland, 
speaks about whether or not social media is a waste of time. She writes that social media is no substitute for real-life connections. One face-to-face -face conversation carries more weight than a tweet or comments on a blog. Instead of relying on social media, use it as reinforcement for the face-to-face -face relationships you've made. Yes, social media looks good to agents and publishers, but with all the changes these sites have made in recent times, you have to pay for an ad to be seen. I've noticed a huge difference in social media response on Facebook since they went public. Now Twitter is asking us to pay for ads to, quote, be seen. So as a writer, you cannot rely solely on social media to build your platform from which to sell your books. It's not going to happen. You can, however, use social media coupled with Google+, LinkedIn, and more to find speaking gigs, copywriting work, hungry agents, and magazine editorial needs. Note, you're still not selling books. Megan Ward speaks in a more depth post uh, in her post titled Social Media, A Waste of Time. I've learned that the human factor is much more powerful to both the writer and the reader. That spark between them where supply meets demand is priceless and carries a lot of weight with the reader for a long, long time, unless the writer is an ass or totally snobbish. A negative impression carries just as much weight, so be careful with these face-to-face -face connections. I've met a couple of writers I'll never read again because I've seen their personal side in public and it stunk. It takes a long time for an author to make a name for herself. Readers usually don't care about you until they feel you are somebody to care about. Becoming known is indeed a chore. However, each person a writer shakes hands with, each reader who realizes the author cares, each individual who sees that author working his butt off is a potential ambassador. When an author treats readers like royalty, that reader can become golden. When a reader realizes that an author needs him, he's eager to assist in spreading the word. That's why each and every reader is crazy important. Crazy, crazy important. They are more important than numbers on social media. They are faces, names, and brains. They are voices and opinions. When readers feel appreciated, they are explosive in their impact on a writer's success. So let's talk how a writer becomes known. Brooke Warner, publisher of She Writes Press, tries to explain platform in her piece on the blog The Right Life. After many years as an acquisitions editor, she had plenty of good authors to choose from, and they didn't all have strong social media presences. She equates a good platform as having several facets to be strong. Contacts, 10%. Social media, 10%. Previous media recognition, 10%. Previous books published, 10%. Personality, 10%. Existing readership, 10%. Ability to execute 15% and expertise 25%. Suddenly, platform just got complicated, didn't it? 
So what's a new writer to do? Many of those facets are indeed intimidating. It's not as much social media as you would think, is it? And that's scary to a lot of online authors. So what can a new author do to build this elusive platform? Make contacts with real people. Do it steadily, diligently, passionately. Because once you realize that people are the key to your success, you start making a difference. Just look at those eight items that Miss Warner lists. To me, they fall into three simple categories. Personal talent, quantity of writing, and readers. That's a writer's job in a nutshell. Try hard, continue to improve, continue to produce, and reach out to readers. Face it, you won't make $50,000 on your first book in a year and be able to quit your job. Your odds of, of that happening are slim to none. Heck, you'll be lucky to have 10 books and make $50,000 a year. The competition is just fierce. But if writing is your mission, then you write and you market yourself and you keep doing it over and over until one day you look up and you've produced enough work that people know who you are and they like your books and you have a platform. But most importantly, they feel like you appreciate them back and are writing for them, which you most assuredly should be doing. They love you and you love them back. To be blunt, if you as an author do not want to love your readers, they get the heck out of the business because readers want to be loved. Readers can read sincerity quicker than any novel. And when you have the opportunity to let them see it in your eyes rather than in a tweet, they believe in you all the more. No, you cannot meet every reader. It's a physical impossibility. But you do need to get out amongst the population and connect because there you become real to those you do meet. And their word of mouth is powerful. Social media is good for your relationship, but it cannot be your only tool to reach readers. It's like using an online dating service to find that someone special. Sooner or later, to have a meaningful relationship, you might just have to meet. But once you know you like each other, enjoy all those other tools to stay in touch. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed that. This is C. Hope Clark signing off. Remember fundsforwriters.com and by all means, remember my new release, Murder on Edisto. You can learn more about me at fundsforwriters.com and cehopeclark.com. Have a great day.